Dope. It's popping, man. There's a lot of stuff this week, an emotional week. I know, man. It's been, been um, think about you guys all week, man. I know, know, know it's been a little rough one, man. Glad you guys got some some semi closure this some, week, man. Some closure, absolutely, yep. man. Welcome, everybody. Episode 71, if I'm not mistaken. It is. He is Juan, and I'm Sean. And every week we get together, have a couple of drinks, talk about things going on in the world, try to focus on things making an impact, whether they be good, bad, or otherwise. What are we drinking today? Yo, man. Today we 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 had to brush off the top to the top to the top shelf, and uh, we got a little blue label, man. If if anybody's a Scotch drinker here, you know exactly what the blue label is. Uh, Johnny Walker Blue Label. For those who haven't indulged on some blue label. Feel like splurging one day. Definitely get a little bottle. You don't mix this. <laughs> you yeah, there's no ice. I don't in even this. like putting ice in not. it. But <laughs> but uh, we're drinking some Blue Label Neat. Um, it, it just it's smooth. Uh, uh, Sean had a had a had a experience with Johnny Walker in the past, so he probably wasn't wasn't I looking you, forward to this as I much as you I what, was. Man, when I saw the first of all, I just saw you had a box, and I'm like, any liquor that go that's in a box, I'm probably not buying. <laughs> <laughs> but so he opens his box fancy box right the blue label comes out and I, right away i have the flashback bro <laughs> 16 years old one of my friend's neighbors i wouldn't disclose any names had like a wedding and they, and, and they were like mi- middle eastern or mi- or perhaps indian right okay so for whatever reason i was told that typically for these weddings they buy like a crap load of, of liquor and beer. And after the couple kind of takes off on their honeymoon or whatever, the family stays back and consumes or over consumes alcohol. So they invited us 16 year olds over the house. Indian weddings are the best. I want to go to one. And um, yeah, we, we, we drank some beer and mixed that with some black label. And that was not a good mixture. And I, I learned my lesson. And have not drank it since. And I will tell you, on that first sip today, it it was it's, it's exactly as I remember. Yeah. Well, it, it, Johnny Walker, no matter which one you get, has that unmistakable like peaty uh, uh, scent and that initial like uh, I can't I can't think of the name of that tone, but it is like a peaty, very smoky hit that it gives you. Every one of them has Everyone. that very distinct. It's kind of like a, a Jack Daniels has this very distinct kind of smokiness to it. No matter which level of Jack Daniels you get, uh, Johnny Walker is the same thing. There's a very distinct flavor that they have, and then the obviously like the flavors after the fact change and the smoothness of it and all that stuff. But yeah, there's a very distinct Johnny Walker. So no matter what Johnny Walker fucked you up. All of them are going to give you the flashback. Because <laughs> it's like a signature uh, uh, hint of it, if you were like, right, yeah, yeah. No, it, it, it's good. It's smooth. Um, and, the, and the bottle looks like extra thick. It is, man. I can't, I can't figure out what they do. It is a 750, but they, they always do it in this like extra thick. It looked like one of them glasses you're going to find a messaging in the ocean at the beach. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I can never one, figure out. The one they put the model boats in. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it's like. It's like an extra day. They do that, and they don't do any of their other uh, uh, ones that way. Because there's a, uh, th- obviously they have the red, the black, the gold. Uh, there's a like a, a one that's like in the, between this one and like a black. That's uh, it's not gold. It's not, I don't know. anyway. But that one doesn't have that distinct bottle either so there's something about this one they use this really thick interesting glass but yeah i love this shit man this is one of those like you know you, you just gotta enjoy it every sporadically because yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah put that shit that, that's one that's one you put away 
Oh, bro. When, this, you got, when you got company coming over? This is shit. When I have parties and I see people who got like Cokes and stuff and they start grabbing the bottle of this, I'm like, I will beat you with it. I'm like, you better, you better go grab the black label if you about to put soda in. <laughs> that shit is disrespectful. <laughs> I'm like, you can have it. Just don't mix it. Not me, man. I put it right back in the box. <laughs> and be like, I haven't opened that shit yet. We ain't using the next We ain't using <laughs> Oh, man. But that shit's delicious, man. Yeah. Like All right, man. What's the uh, carpet flipper no, of the week? I carpet flipper, man. This is it's a feel good story, man. I thought th- this was so cool, and it goes to the shit we always talk about of like, like the gestures that you never know lead to something. Yeah. Um, there's this there's this girl. Her name is Deshauna Priest, and when when she was a child, she wrote a letter as part of a school project to a World War II vet. And the letter was like super simple. I thought I had a copy of it here. I don't. But it's like one of these like, you know, thank you for fighting for our freedoms, you know, really short. You know, as you can imagine, it's like written in crayon, you know, something like uh, without you, we wouldn't be able to live how we live. Something like super simple, straight to the point. You know, it's written by like an eight year old girl. Okay. Um, and she wrote it to a, a guy named Frank Grassberger, who's now 95 years old. Oh, wow. Frank received this letter. Um over 12 years ago. So he gets this letter 12 years ago. So he's his early 80s, mid 80s. Hold on, hold on. So she knew she was writing to a World War II vet. Yes. Got it. I thought and it was, was like some real old letter. No, she knew as part of the school project, right? Got it. So he wants to write a letter. He, I guess he says he read the letter. And obviously, like anybody who's fought in a war, right? You're conflicted, right? They're saying, if, if you've had frontline experience in war and all that, there's there's a lot of conflicting things. And, the you know, we've all known people who, who have their... um. They're demons, so to speak, I guess, from fighting in wars like that, right? And I'm certainly World War II. Uh, so he, I guess, was always kind of battling with with what his service meant and, and what that war meant and obviously the, the the things that he saw and he had to live with and whatever, right? So I guess he, this letter touched him so much that he was like, wow, like if, 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 I, if this one person, this kid, if it meant this much to them, then like it, I guess it sort of validated it for him. Like okay. he felt good. So he, so he writes back and I guess he reaches out to the school and obviously for security reasons, they're like, we can't give you the girl's name uh, or the, you know, where she lives or anything. And he's like, but I really want to write a letter. So he writes it to the school and he goes, can you just give it to her? So, but he never knows if she gets a letter. So he writes her a letter back and it's kind of like, you know, Hey, you know, I'm war's terrible. Um, but I'm glad that if uh, I had a chance to do that so that you can live the life you live today, then it was well worth it to me. Oh, you know, cool. kind of thing. So he writes a cool letter to her. Um, so anyways, but for the next 12 years, man, this guy walks around with this letter in his pocket all the time or has it in his wallet. So he never sent it? No, he sends it to her, but he keeps her letter he, oh, in his her pocket. Letter. Yeah. It. And so fast forward now, dude. So he's never been able to find the girl. Uh, and it's telling the story to a caregiver at the nursing home that him and his wife now live in. Okay. The obviously the magic of the internet, man. The the uh, 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 an attendant at the nursing home, man. She goes, she starts, she asks what town it was in the school, and she starts to search the girl's name because he knew what the girl's name was from the letter. Um, and she comes across a profile that fits, like saying, like the year would make sense or like the age and all that stuff makes sense. Anyway, tracks down this girl, and and tells her the story, and the girl's like, yeah, that's me. Like I have his letter. Oh, and invites her to come to the nursing home. So she sets up this whole surprise visit. But so, dude, and the visit is so cool. The guy and his wife are like, dude, you're the you're the daughter like that we never had. Like you, we looked at you always like an excited. I think they have sons and stuff, but they were like, we never met you. We know it sounds crazy, but we always looked at you as a daughter. And and he even said like. This kind of completes like this was the thing in my life that was missing was getting closure to this like moment. Oh wow! But dude, the awesome part is is the girl's now an active member of the military. Uh, you know, doing her her duty. She had a daughter as well that she brought with her. They, you know, that she got to meet. They got to talk. She she had explained to him how much uh 
I guess the experience of doing that meant to her, obviously enough to where she went on to join the military. He went on obviously to tell her about how like he literally had the letter in his pocket that day. And is like, I, I haven't taken it out of my pocket in 12 years or whatever. And it was, crazy, it's just, man. dude, I just, I'm like, wow, man. And you see the whole interaction and now they, uh, I guess they visit frequently, yep. and then the 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 guy they're asking him like, oh, "Does this bring you a piece?" He's like, "I'm complete. I'm good. I've had a good life, man." And he goes like, "This was the thing that uh, that if I said, hey, hey, do you have any regrets? Do you something you want to check?" He's like, "This was the thing I wanted to check off, man. I wanted to meet this girl who I always felt this connection to." And yeah, man, and this- like you said, man, just to have that both of them carry the letters around with them, right? So like, so crazy. It, you always just wonder like, is there that 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 energy that kind of draws you together at some point? And she had the letter with her too, which is cool because she had the proof. Because he right. goes, up, I don't even know if she got it, and I can never confirm. And she had the letter, like, yeah, like I got it. And then he like pulls out his, and he didn't even know she was visiting that day. So it's funny when she walks up, he kind of like immediately sort of puts two and two together, but goes no. And she's like, yeah. And he goes like, no. And the dude gets super emotional, man. And you're watching, I'm like. Ah. <laughs> It's like me watching Sports Center on Sunday morning. I'm like, God damn it, man! Uh, uh, such a cool uh, story, man. I just thought it's so many small gestures, right? The girl seemingly just writing some school project, right? Him seemingly just writing back, you know, and and no, it touched him in a way that he felt compelled enough to write back. The lady at the nursing home who had to hear the story, who had to go out of her way to go do a quick Instagram search because she found the girl on Instagram, right? You know, to reach out to the girl, the girl to not be like, "Yo, you're a fucking psychopath," to you know, like like just all the things that had to happen. You know, we've talked a lot about this lately, like for that moment to happen and to give this guy. And his wife, this like closure and this peace. And it's just this, um, I think of someone who fought in a war, in any war, but, uh, you know, it's, it's something that, that uh, I don't even know what the word is, but just, just, just something uh, so, so personally affecting and, and, and something you carry forever. But to get that kind of, I, I think, just validation for your reasoning, maybe, or your reason for it, you know, I, I think it was, a, it was a good moment that I saw that. I'm like, wow, man, that, that had to make him feel any regrets he had had the that extra validation there man just that's awesome man but dude i'm over here thinking my sick head what if she was an instagram thought yo imagine bro oh my god you right dude and she been like yo and she's like what are you doing now actually if you want to catch my only fans i let you 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 could subscribe for just three dollars a month normally it's 13 i'll answer all letters you want <laughs> And dick ratings are an extra five dollars. <laughs> She's like, actually, your note compelled me to start a little messenger business of my own. <laughs> it would have even better if she would have still joined the military and been a stop. Oh my god, her handle would have been something wild, bro. Military ho four four five something like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 but that's that's a that's so cool, man. It is, man. It's an awesome story, and and you know, to your point about like war vets, man. Like my my father was in the Korean War. I know you, I told you this before, yeah. and um, you know, he's I've never seen anything like he's never talked anything negative about the Korean War, and he's he's always had like this, almost like this positive outlook, not necessarily on the conflict itself. But of the guys that he met and served with and just the experience as a whole. Wow. It was actually like a like a pleasant experience, even though that he had sort of some bad times. Dude, he used to so we, we had a service this past weekend, as you know. 
and um, I had to do his eulogy. And and so when I wrote it, man, it took me probably two weeks to actually complete it, right? But I was very happy with the finished product. But one of the stories that he told me when I was a kid about Korea, he used to have this scar on his side. And um, he would, and I used to, as a kid, going like, oh, man, like, what happened there? Because it's like, it kind of a bulge and then this scar. And then he'd go, oh, man, I was in Korea. He goes, guy came, stuck me with a bayonet. <laughs> <laughs> and... In the side, and he it's goes. It's not funny, but no, 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 right. So, so then, so then, I'm there as a kid, like, oh shit, right. And he goes, then, then I, he goes, I grabbed, I grabbed the, the the gun, like the bayonet, and held it inside of me, and grabbed my 45, and I shot him, right. And I'm thinking, and I was like, this man, wild, yeah. this is crazy, man. Like, and I used to make him tell me that story over and over, bro. Kind of find out that shit was from two kidney surgeries. <laughs> Yo, I swear, and he told that story to this. It's funny because like when I, as I read it, he there was a lot of people in the in the in the service that laughed, but you could tell it was laughs like like oh yeah, he told me that he story told me too. That story too, <laughs> dude. So cool. I believed that shit until I was like in my early twenties. <laughs> you started doing the math, like I seen that in a movie once, and you, <laughs> dude, nothing about. The stories you've told me about him and all that shocks me that the outlook that he had on 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 his time in the service and all that stuff yep. and like they would do something like that like nothing about that shocks me consider who we're talking about like I'm like yep that sounds like the dude <laughs> you know what I mean? and it's so wild because again like it's not like I knew him like that but you know when when you hear enough about someone where you're just like you can almost uh uh, uh it feels like you know them like their personality right. comes off in the stories I'm just like yep nothing about that shocks me man about the- <laughs> <laughs> so during the service, oh, maps, man, we did. Um, uh, he he was cremated, right? And so there was no like open casket, no body viewing, anything like that. Dude, this week I read this story on these North Carolina sisters that was having um, that their mom passed away, okay. and they had an open casket. It was the wrong person inside the casket. In the, the casket. So what? With the mother's dress on. <laughs> oh. So she wearing her clothes, but he, they they stuck the wrong body. They put the wrong body, and then they was like when they told the the like like the funeral home like yo like that's not my mom, and they were like yeah yes it is. <laughs> They're like it, she looks a little different after the embalming and the makeup, bro. Yeah, they said the 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 sisters were like yo this this person was swimming in my mother's outfit because mother was way bigger. Oh, so clearly didn't fit her, and they'd be like. Yeah, he lost weight, and it's, it's the embalming. It makes him look skinny. <laughs> My mom wasn't an old Latina woman. We're we're white. I don't know if you. Knew. <laughs> and then yo, the that's fucking crazy. <laughs> As I'm reading that, bro, I'm going. You know, obviously the the body's one thing, right? You can recognize it. Dude, when you cremate somebody, how you know you're getting the ashes? Oh, but I'm always suspect about that. Right. Oh, I just assume I'm not. Like, if I ever had to make <laughs> Bro, I just... If I ever had to do that for someone, I just assume I'm not getting it. Bro, or I think I'm getting... Well, to quote one of our earlier episodes, I feel like I'm getting a smorgasbord of multiple people because they're trying to save money and do it all at once. <laughs> I just stuck seven bodies in there and then just went, yo, man, just give everybody seven pounds of ashes or whatever the fuck it is. Like, I'm like... Dude. 
I mean, I, now I, I I believe there's a way, right, to to be sure that you get those ashes. Don't you have to witness it? Don't I thought they asked for a witness there, like you could be there when they do it. I thought well, that's what it. No one has asked us. Uh, I thought that they had a witness because I I feel like I remember people telling me like, dude, you got to be there when they like slide them into the oven kind of thing, so that you could be like if you wanted to verify kind of thing. Like, right. and I remember just thinking like, fuck, whose job is that? Like, who's volunteering for that one, man? You know, I, I kind of feel like it's more. It's more symbolic than anything else, but the fact that people keep them in their house, like they'll keep the ashes, fucking nuts, to like bro. it's them. Yeah. Um, and so, like, my mom is one of those people, and she asked me, like, "Yo, do you want the ashes?" And and I I told her, "No, like I don't need them. If I find something like that, if I find a piece that really speaks to me about him, oh, okay, yeah, then I could see getting a getting a piece." I go, "But no, I like I don't need I don't need the ashes." So what I convinced her to do, she's going to keep some. But what I convinced her to do is we're going skydiving and we're going to freaking dump them out. Ah, oh, yeah. He's coming, ah, <laughs> he's coming with you. I'm like, let's go. That's awesome, bro. <laughs> oh, that's so sick, man. So we have until from now until January to see if mom chickens out. Ooh, so that's when you're going? Yeah. Jan? Be like the end of January or early February. So you see, your mom agreed to do it, huh? Mm-hmm. That's has she has she ever wanted to do it, or just like newfound kind of like fuck it. Let's I think she's it. just like yeah, fuck it. I mean, she, yeah, she she didn't mention that she's been like wanting to do this or anything. She's just not fucking. Hey, remember when we went? There was an old ass lady there that was. Like, it was her sixtieth. I want to say. We we say old ass lady, but no, no, no. There was a I lady thought... that worked there. Remember that was like oh, I've done it multiple times. Honey. Oh, remember she was like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. She was the one that when she said like they had a perfect record or something like that, and I was like, <laughs> nah, lady, that's not what I want to hear. I want to know somebody fell last, last week, because <laughs> <laughs> then I know you're on your A game. <laughs> oh no, shit. That's that'd be dope, man. Uh, uh, that's a cool ass way to do it, man. Just, just, if they'll, I'm assuming they'll let us, man. I don't know if they will. Fuck or it, not. bro. What they got? You keep it in your pocket. Put it in my pocket. Yeah, and in midway, just, I mean, what are they going to do? You Like, I don't even know what you care. A Ziploc bag or some shit and just. Nah, because you want something that you just let it go. Yeah. Right? So you would just. I don't want to unzip in the air. Yeah, you're right. So you would just put it in like a bag that just like kind of bunched up. What if I let it go and, all, <laughs> and the ashes fly back in an old exactly. boy's face? <laughs> I know exactly where you are. <laughs> Dude. Just get it on video. They're going to. They're going to be like, nah, bro, you ain't taking that shit up there. You want to land? <laughs> Your dad is in my mouth, bro. <laughs> I got a whole dad <laughs> in my mouth. <laughs> I already told you, man. I want everybody, anybody who gives a shit about me, I want y'all to take my ass and roll me up in a joint or something. Do some lines. <laughs> Yo, the other thing you just mentioned about um, being able to like witness them sliding the person in. Mm-hmm. Bro, in order for me to witness, I'd have to see it. I'd have to see the body now and, yeah. go, and go like, yeah, that's the dude. Like, I don't think I want to see that. Me neither, bro. I wouldn't, dude, I have a thing about. <laughs> I'm good with the smorgasbord. Yeah, the smorgasbord. I told you, bro. You just accept it. Like me, I go, they dead, right? All right, uh, cool. I don't think it, and maybe because I'm so indifferent to like what happens to me that I'm kind of like, eh. But I don't want to, bro, I have this thing about funerals where I do not want my last memory of someone to be in that state. Right. Right? Like, I'd rather have that memory of the, whatever our last interaction was, which is hopefully positive. I'd rather remember that. So uh, the whole funeral thing always creeps me out anyway. But yeah, I would never win. They'd be like, when is I'm like, nah, bro, I'm good. I trust you. I'll, I'll take the smorgasbord. Like, I'm just assuming you guys are fucking me anyways. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> I'm like, can I get five percent of you know <laughs> my you, loved one? <laughs> can you guarantee five percent? <laughs> Bro, because I mean, yeah, you gotta assume shady shit happens. I would imagine so. I mean, but but then again, like, hey, hey we'll give. Yo, the do you DNA this. test? Can you DNA test uh, ashes? ashes? I don't know. I feel like we should know this, man. Send it, send it to twenty three and me. Yeah, bro. And then and then that shit comes back and it's like <laughs> Australian and fucking <laughs> shit got imported. It's, got <laughs> <laughs> it's the church ashes for Ash Wednesday <laughs> from Amazon Basics. <laughs> Bro, can you get an urn on Amazon? Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's what that's what we bought them, bro. No. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And is Amazon Basics branded? Tell me, it's Amazon. <laughs> no, no, oh, that would be. No, it's not. Oh my god, that not yet. So good, bro. Dude, what about the jewelry shit, man? I've seen that you be, they, could, they could they could it's like high pressure. They could turn you into a diamond. Uh, the ashes. Oh, uh, that's some real high pressure, bro. I feel like again, you walking around with a diamond made out of somebody you used to know. <laughs> like, I mean, that's dope. But I don't know. Like, I, it's there's the whole tree thing too, right? Where they could use you somehow and plant a tree, and uh, I feel like that's well, kind of I mean, cool. Shit, you could plant a tree, throw some water in it, and you hope that it sucks it in, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. You know I, what, man. Listen, imagine, imagine if if you're if you're like your quote unquote like spirit or soul goes into the tree. How pissed off are you? I'm be this? mad as fuck, <laughs> bro. Like I was a human. Yeah. <laughs> Every time a dog takes a leak on me, bro, I'm looking down like fucking grandmother Willow from Pocahontas. <laughs> you fucking dog. <laughs> Oh, every time they clip your limbs or some shit, man. I used to have two legs. <laughs> Son of a bitch, peeing on me now. Now I get pissed on. I lose half my hair every year. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta wait for this shit to grow back. I'm cold, motherfucker. I'm cold. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody gonna turn me into paper one day, probably. I'm gonna be livid, dude. Oh my god, dude, you because you I, they clearing land again. That's yeah. <laughs> Where I, was, tree I was lucky that I was lucky last time. <laughs> it took Bobby. I don't like my chances this time, <laughs> bro. You be there like those fuckers got real close last time. <laughs> Can y'all give me one of them little hipsters and chain them to me again, <laughs> bro? Dude, I, this is sound nuts, but I believe. It's easier for me to believe in the reincarnation as different things than it is in like the religious, I guess, like uh, right. uh, uh, <laughs> ideologies of reincarnation or whatever or heaven and hell. It's, and I always think about Listen, that heaven shit, like, and hell is already full. Yep, be like <laughs> shit up. is at capacity. <laughs> there are fire marshal rules. <laughs> <laughs> no, you cannot come in the club. The club is full. So like, I go, what if you ever find yourself strangely connected to like certain things or a period in time or whatever, where I go, fuck man, what if that's because that's like subconsciously like the thing I was part of, you know what I mean? Like, the, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, like what if that was like the thing and that's why you're so connected to it, but it'd be, oh man, that should'll be strange, bro. That's still alcohol talking now. <laughs> Yo, speaking of us being other things, bro. <laughs> Did you see this shit on Facebook? Facebook AI is fucking up. I did, man. I, no, not the not the, this Facebook AI, not the. Oh, okay, yes, not yes, the yes, whistleblower. Yes. Okay, I didn't see the story. I did see you. You were talking about it before. So check this out. There was a video that showed um, like this encounter. It was like it was like one uh, one white guy. 
who was kind of having like 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 a Karen moment with like a group of black guys that was like having a get together, a party, or something. We call them chats. So, oh, chats. <laughs> I had no idea. I don't know. <laughs> so, um, after the video, Facebook, the Facebook AI was like, "Do you want to see more videos about primates?" Fuck. <laughs> so immediate, immediately, right? It's like, it's like that's that's fucked up, right? That there's something wrong with the AI. But then I start thinking about it. I'm like, is it? Yo, we not not like not for nothing, and I'm not I'm not now I'm not being funny. It's like, <laughs> I like how, I like how you got to preface that so I don't laugh. <laughs> like, don't get us canceled. <laughs> no, but like, right? We we share ninety eight point eight percent of our DNA with yeah. chimps. It's just like an unfortunate kind of. Um, it's unfortunate, right? Be- yeah, be- because of because of Rachel slurs be- of the past, correct? Stuff yeah, like that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But is the AI wrong? Is and obviously it's it's it's, it's wrong. In, well, yeah, in the sense that but, it didn't detect the human and uh, right, right, yeah, because its job is detect the human. I don't know if its job is to detect. But dude, not not for nothing. Have you ever gone through like Google Photos where it goes like, hey, and you know where you can kind of group by your face? Oh man, you ever do it? I I, I know where you're going. So I've you can the, you can group yeah. them, and then occasionally some random other picture comes up, and you're like, yeah, that's not me. Or that's not this person that I'm looking for, and it's like it. It just kind of goes to show you, man. Like there's there's a lot of similarities between us and yeah. Well, you just go wait. How the fuck did that one get in there? And then you're like, oh shit, it looks close enough to me because of blah blah blah. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah I, I. So again, like I said, it's, and when I first read the story, um, I'm like, fuck, man. Like people can't catch a break. Here's my pushback: is um, a company like Google has been doing this for a long time. That has to have come up in testing in the past. That has well, this, to have this, come up. This was Facebook. I mean, sorry, Facebook. That has to have but come it up, happened. Right? To, it happened to Google, too. I think I have the note here. In 2015, um, they had a similar, uh, a similar type video with, with black males, and um, it classified them as gorillas. Wow, man. So it's like, you know... The AI is clearly going, you know, human features and dark. Yeah, that's weird, man. The yikes! It, it, it just shows that the because then, this is a computer that, thing that's programmed by a human, but I guess it's it's using a, a collection of data. Right. To, to, dude, I didn't know this, and this is sort of like connected to this some way. Uh, my brother in law was telling me this once that you, you ever go to a site and they go like, click all the traffic lights. Um, oh yes. So confirm. I didn't know that. That's their way of you helping them perfect algorithms. So you're oh, telling wow. them, "Here's what traffic lights look like," and the thing is basically like, yeah, it, it's it's kind of testing its own set, gotcha. but that's how it's getting a data set of what a traffic light is. Oh wow! And then I didn't know, and I'm like, oh, so they're basically using these opportunities that seem like security, right, to collect data, and and using you as almost a survey monkey to like, you no. Know, Pun intended, based on what we were just talking about, but like, yeah, you know, you do like it's just <laughs> nice stuff. choice of words. Yeah, I know, but like, yeah, you ever did the survey monkeys where it's like, oh, you take, yep. it, but they're basically making you want to do one of those um, without you knowing. It. I'm like, fuck, so cool. I wonder if something like this you use it similar. And yeah, and you go like, I mean, it's AI, right? So it's learning. So mm-hmm. if it just it just kind of like if we would be uh, you know if visited by an, an an alien life form, right? Do they go like, oh yeah, that that thing and that thing. 
is might be the same. Well, even if you look at early humans, right? The 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 yeah, we look like primates. I mean, the the the. It's just an unfortunate this day and age, man. That fuck, man. That, that I just, I just the go company like, isn't we... careful enough, like to go make sure it doesn't do this shit. You know what I mean? Like, oh right, right. Yeah, right. like I feel like it, I think in this climate. They, you know, because normally I'm of the, to your point, like, listen, man, some shit's just going to get, we're going to get wrong. I feel like that's one of those things that has to have come up. You know what I mean? Like, it's not the first black person that's scanned. It can't be the first, you know, like, even you could have, like, certain Indians have features where they might be, like, really hairy and stuff. Like, I could see it even doing that then going, like, oh, this must be a primate. Like, some kind, like... I find it hard to believe that Facebook hadn't run into this before and went, fuck, man, we got to find something that distinguishes it because we don't need this shit to come up for the same reason. So we right. end up talking about it on podcast later. <laughs> so, yeah, but staying with Facebook, you seen the whistleblower? Rough week for those guys, man. <clears throat> yeah, that, whist- that whistleblower. So she, first of all, are you allowed to steal documents if it's for a good reason? Well, she's going to get sued. Right? I think unless it brings charges to Facebook because then she gets protected by the whistleblower thing. So there is a whistleblower thing. Yes, yes, yes. If she brings something forward and they were committing crimes mm-hmm. or, yeah, that's going to be a tricky one, man, because you figure Facebook. But it is, didn't sound like criminal activity. Ir- no, irresponsible. It, it, it's activity. irresponsible. I guess you could argue and unethical. You could argue. Um, but but uh, is it their job, bro? Is, is it their job to not make us like. Oh, to not let us talk shit? I'm and, glad you brought that up, man, because we were having this conversation with my wife and, and she reminded me of some shit I always say. It's like. Uh, at what point is it your responsibility? Right. And then, you know, like, do you say, like, like you know, we were talking about the, and for those that don't know, I guess a quick catch up, like, this whistleblower comes out, and essentially she brings to light that Facebook has data and research that essentially proves that they are profiting off, I guess, negative attention, off the chaos, right. and they're deliberately targeting neg- things that they know will piss you off, for lack of a better term. Because it's clickbait. Because of clickbait, and they make more money if, if you click if stuff. You so click. they know if you are anti, say, a political party, they purposely push that other stuff because they know that the data shows them that you are more uh, likely to engage and click and scroll if you are upset, and which you, is and you stay lazy longer. and you stay longer. Yeah. Um, and I, even to, to the one that kind of sort of hit home and i think it's hard not to have the initial kind of emotional response was the they have data proving that basically you know uh pre uh teenage girls and right into teenage years that they know that it causes depression they know that it causes if you have a body dysmorphia that it basically amplifies that they know and they willingly like i mean they disclose that they know this and they use it and they send them more uh, the algorithm sends them more content that has to do with um, eating disorders and stuff. But it, it, in other words, like, but not, only, not like but get only help. because they're watching it. Correct. And but it just keeps on it pumping long. it to them. But I guess the 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 what the research shows was that they knew we're sending this to them, not just because, you know, we all get shit based on, I guess, our our uh, uh, patterns or whatever, right? right? But they're going, they know that this is a negative pattern and that this is causing harm, but that these girls are more likely to commit suicide and develop... But it doesn't these- know that it's going to do it to everyone it sends it to. No, but I guess they've done the research to go, fuck, this is doing this. But it's also causing an click, so we're going to keep doing it. Like, So it's not even so much like, hey, the algorithm's fucking this up. They knew, like, hey, man, we're causing all this thing for, for girls. Yeah, dude, but I'm going... Okay, so then at what point does that stop? Like if if one person gets hurt by it or hurts themselves because of it, 
then do you pull it down or does it have to be enough? And then if so, what's that number? No, and actually, so my wife reminded me, she's like, yo, use your own, like, she kind of used my own words against me. It's like, yo, it's not on them. And she's so right, dude. Like, Yeah, I don't think so. As a parent, if I know my daughter is getting triggered by this, it's up to me to then remove her from that situation. Yeah. To go, you can't be on the app. I'm going to remove it from your phone. I'm going to not allow you to install it. I don't want you clicking through that. I want you to scroll. Like, it's it, and it's up to the individual, right, as adults to make right. choices to keep yourself away from that. And we all know people who purposely scroll through Facebook or whatever, uh, uh, just trolling for affirmation, not information, right? And so, like, the I think you know, in this case, it goes like it's not on Facebook. I, I, you know, you could argue like, do they have a social responsibility? But to your point, like, where does that end? Because what, right. what Johnny Walker, where's their social responsibility on? Should they make this bottle smaller? Because if I finish it, I'm more likely to get you know into a car wreck if i decide to drive like like it never ends so i think at some point as a society we have to take responsibility for ourselves and go like hey this is not healthy for me to scroll through i'm gonna remove myself from that situation dude i catch myself doing that shit all the time and i'm like all right time check out i'm not yeah. going through social media all the time where i'm like I, this is an unhealthy amount of either scrolling or you want the validation or you want um you don't get enough interactions or you know whatever it is like i found myself in the past like feeling like why do i fucking care and then just going like this isn't a healthy behavior and just kind of removing myself from that shit like all right i'm not opening that today or yep. you know i sign out of it completely like i don't want to see anything um because even for me <clears throat> excuse me on on instagram and and facebook notifications for me are off because i don't want the constant ding 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 every time something comes up and then i go on it when i when i see fit I'll scroll through a little bit. Maybe I'll look at the notifications, what have you. But, the, dude, the moment I see even a few things that that I that is not making me feel good, yeah, I'm out. I, I just go, uh, that's why I leave it off. Dude, and now I'm convinced that it's not even based on my patterns anymore. Now I feel like they're trying to get a reaction out of me, to your point of that. Like, now I feel like I get content where I'm like, why would you even send me this shit? Like, I'm out. Facebook, yeah. for, for me, Facebook doesn't, because I, I only use it on the phone, and then... um Typically, I go on some notifications, and if there's something interesting in there, maybe somebody I know that posted something or what have you, something, so I'll click that, you know, and even some of that stuff, I'm just like, oh, this, you know, this guy or this girl again. Yeah. And then enough of those, and I go like, okay, that's good. I'm, yeah, I'm not I'm, feeling I'm, great I'm about finished. this. Yeah, like, I'm finished. I'm, I'm okay with that. On Instagram, I'm actually very selective on, on who I uh, sort of, like, whatever, follow, um, just because I only want to see certain content. Yeah. I, yeah, I just find it now like it's I, I barely use the Facebook. And I also it, the sad part is, is that like I think I think about the spirit of the app and the spirit of the apps is really cool. Right. It's 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 you're doing shit. You want to share it. It's almost a it's a journal, not only for you, but for the people that, you know, who thought people cared about seeing what you were doing. Right. But we've shown that people do. People do care about what you're eating or where you're going Dude, or where everything, bro. everything, man. So like you said, there's people who make a living doing dumb shit or or so we think it's dumb shit online um so i think about it and it's like man I, it would be fun to be able to engage at a certain level where i get enjoyment out of this app but then how do i stop it from consuming me where i'm thinking about the the did i get enough likes like man, man we've talked about this before like if we do even a post for this podcast 
I was finding myself being obsessive of like, okay, why didn't this get, like, how do I get that? It didn't get enough, you know, like, and then going down this rabbit hole, like almost psychoanalyzing, like the, the, the why didn't get the interactions or did get the interactions or whatever it was like. And it's like, fuck, just enjoy the spirit of the app where you're sharing and you're curating these memories and these moments and this stuff and then just let it be organic. Like I think if us as humans, we're just not wired that way. Right. We're just wired to want like the pat on the back. And so it's hard, I think, for even a, a teenage girl, a teenage boy, or whatever, to get into this world, man. I don't know. Do your kids have social media on their phones? Uh, my two oldest have uh, Instagram. Okay. And t- Instagram and TikTok. What age did you let them do it? I think whenever the age that Instagram said, which is like 13. Okay. I want to say it was yeah, that. My daughter just turned 12, and I just got her a phone. Oh. And so... Yeah, she's asking like the questions. And it's like, nah. And I don't know what the answer is. She's like, well, when? It's like, fuck. I yeah, Instagram says 13, but of course they do, right? Of course, yeah. They they talked about making an Instagram only for, for 13 year olds. Yeah, but. Yeah. Or yeah, just kids. Yeah, I don't. You know what? My, my, the, the two kids that have it, um, I don't feel like they look for validation too much. Like they're, they're pretty happy with themselves. Well, they'll always grow up in that. Yep. environment right like they always bro and we talked about this last week we're always going to see validation whether it's online or not we're always looking for the pat on the back or always looking for the we don't want to look messy or we don't want to look thing or we're right. you know like it's so like we don't want to show the real us it's like i wonder sometimes like i'm not ready to introduce me to me you know what i'm saying like, <laughs> <laughs> let alone other people <laughs> so the, this chick it was uh francis hagan that's how you spell her name hogan i think so yeah, yeah so um she uh, she also said on that interview that she felt that she sort of had empathy for um, for for Zucks, and I was thinking like, oh, because she said like, oh, well, it's you know, it's not meant to be a bad app, kind of like what you said in the movie about Facebook. Didn't he create that shit initially to um, to uh, rate girls? Rate girls, yep. Right? Yeah, he wanted to date. And I'm not saying I'm not saying that that's necessarily you know a, a good or a bad thing. I'm just going. At some level, someone's going to think that was disgusting from the beginning. So Of course. But you go, you know what's funny, man? It's like, yeah, some people think disgusting, don't participate. But then you go, you're going to have enough people there who are going to be like, oh, fuck, I want to see what you rate me, right? Like, they're going to participate in either direction, right? If it was rating guys, listen, there's a narcissist in all of us that wants to know. (laughs) (laughs) That does and doesn't, right? Like, so, yeah, he... Didn't they have that app back in the days, man, that used to do... Um, it was for like schools and that you could rate the teachers, but yeah. you could also rate like the hotness of the teacher. Rate my professor? That's it. I think You that's could rate it. the hotness on there? Yeah, bro. Oh shit, I gotta go back in there. I remember looking up um, our, our, our mutual teacher, Jack Chambliss. Okay. And um, just to see what other students were saying about him before I took his class. Yeah. And I remember that. And it was like somebody had like a, they, they used to have like a, a, like a pepper, like a hot chili pepper. <laughs> and I mean, that, that meant that he was hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck bro oh my god so see that man even at the even at the we objectify the, everybody everything dude. i love it <laughs> <laughs> oh my god man yeah i don't do that though she came out and i was kind of like you could argue some moral I, I think i get to the when it starts getting to the because she, she was talking about the features they shot off during the elections to stop like the misinformation and stuff because obviously they're targeting you they know like if i give you biden content it's going to piss you off and so they purposely kept giving you biden content because right. they know that would make you scroll um or just false information like almost on purpose because they knew it would rile you up and they turned it off during the election but she's like but then it just 
turned it all back on. Like like it, it wasn't like right. a permanent move. And so like yeah, it was a it was a step in the right direction at that time, but they looked at it and went, Yeah, but we also lost money, so let's go back to fucking letting right. people click all the time and all that. Dude, he lost seven billion dollars. You seen that yesterday because Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp were down yesterday. I did see seven little... billion dollars. How long like, was he? I mean, how long was he? Most it, it of wasn't... the day. Oh, it was most of yeah, the day. Yeah, it was like a work day. It was like eight to ten hours or some shit like that. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, man. I was like, and he lost billions? Seven billion dollars. <laughs> Dude, I, I don't feel bad for him. Nah, I've did, man. That's a and, lot of uh, money, bro. Don't, don't turn around, bro. Nah. Uh, Red Sox have just uh, won the game six to two. It's over? It's over. Yankees go down. This is why I drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Dude, did you watch that or did you read that, that Will Smith? I um, did, interview? man. I thought it was fascinating man it's so well i can't wait for his book so so will smith is going to write a book but he did a uh or he's, he's actually either in the process or he's done with the book uh the 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 author or the one i got the author is uh mark manson yeah and so which he does the subtle ways of not giving a fuck or what is that the subtle art of not giving that's a it fuck. subtle yeah. art of not giving Great, a which fuck. is a good book it's a really good book yeah. if you guys ever want to want to read it um, but he's a he's a phenomenal writer, one of those writers that he really keeps you interested as you go through it. Mm-hmm. So he wrote this book for for Will Smith, and it's about Will Smith's life. But he did the interview with GQ, and in that interview, man, he was like describing um, his father. He talked about his dad. He described his father as like one of his greatest blessings, but also one of his sources of pain. Yeah, which I thought was an interesting way to put it. Yeah, man, because he's like his dad was like you know he used to push him for like sort of push him for, for perfection. But then he would like physically beat his mom. Yeah, and then and I will describe it as like um, he didn't know when that used to happen as a kid. He didn't know what to do, and then so growing up through that, like he always felt like a coward. So he said he was like, I had to make sure that um, people were laughing or smiling because they were less likely to lash out. Yeah, because he felt like yeah, you said he felt like. Uh he wanted to i guess avoid situations like that of angst and right of, yeah, yeah of anger and of yeah the whole article man i found it fascinating from the careers talk right like of the i wanted to be the biggest movie star in the world the black tom cruise and i like right? how people are kind of like usually people are just kind of like nonchalant about that like yeah if it happens it happens kind of thing it was like no no no, no. i wanted my goal was to be the black tom cruise kind of thing like i wanted you know and one of the things i never really registered about him was that you know, he deliberately says, I, I didn't pick roles that had me in slavery or in any kind of struggle on purpose for the first part of my career because I didn't want to, uh, uh, I, I guess, portray black people that way. I wanted to show us in positions of power. I wanted to show us as superheroes, right. um, uh, which was a, a, a conscience, deliberate, I think, moving. And, and, you know, history will tell us if it helped or hurt or whatever, if it was indifferent. But you go, man, I, I could see. I, will Smith was one of those people that... I think you'll look back on and you'll go, yeah, man, a great uh, actor, great uh, artist, great, you know, guy had bangers doing this, this and that. And I don't know that I registered that he wasn't doing things that put him in a negative light, but maybe we, his superstardom is that, that you never really think of him in a negative way. So I may, maybe subconsciously that does register differently. I don't know. But um, I thought it was interesting that he made that choice at that early of an age to, to not do it um, and obviously worked out. Yeah. He said that the first time that he considered doing one was Django. 
Yes. Which is funny, man, because I cannot imagine Jamie Foxx not being in No, that. absolutely not. And I think uh, Tarantino, I, I forgot, I, I remember hearing something, I think it was Tarantino in an interview, saying that the first person he, he I guess he wanted to, the first thing he had in mind was Will Smith. And he thought he would get him to, to, to do that one. And then I guess, you know, whatever, yeah, Will turned down and it worked out because Jamie Foxx just yeah, he killed said, it. kills that. But dude, the... Man, fuck! I just thought there were so many things in there that we can all relate to. He's he, talking about mar- his marriage. He's talking about his bouts with even as someone as a global superstar like Will Smith is talking about his bouts with kind of I don't want I don't know that it's depression, but I guess it is. But and then dealing with fame, it felt somehow relatable. I don't know if that makes sense. Like even looking at that, knowing like yeah, I'm not Will Smith, but I can empathize to the the the, the feelings that he had of like, damn dude, he's like I'm Will Smith, and and, and he does admit there he goes like my my materialistic success isn't lost on me, but I just felt, you know, kind of like empty, I guess for lack yeah. of a better thing, man. And, and, and it was one point, didn't he go to like, um, like he would go to for, for two weeks in Utah and just like with nobody, just no electronics, no people, nothing. He said he would just sit in a house by himself. The, uh, the thing we talk about, man, that I'm like, I, I still is on my list that we absolutely got to do is the ayahuasca trip. You say he did that shit like a dozen times. Yes, dude. Within a short amount of time. And he said that he said that he was never really a drinker, never really smoked weed, nothing. And um, and to go through that, like that is, I mean, anybody's ever taken drugs, like that's got to be at least by description, the pinnacle. That's the pit of your. And it's funny, man, because when you talk to people who've done it, they're like, it's not pleasant, right? But it's a after. It's like a. It's like dropping you into your soul, and you got to stare at it, kind of thing. And they're just like. But you get out of it kind of what you want to, right? Like, which is if you let it take you through that journey, I, I quote unquote, is like the you. I guess you sort of find out things about yourself. But he said he, in his fifty years on Earth, never felt better than he did on ayahuasca, which I thought was an interesting That's way to say it. He goes like, "I've never felt nothing. My success, nothing, made me feel more alive and better than what I did when I started doing ayahuasca." And he would take trips to like Peru to go do ayahuasca. Yep. And, um, dude, it's funny, man. The reason I found out about the article was because um, Neil Brennan, who Neil Brennan, comedian, writer, but he's also most uh, the most the, the thing he's going to be known for the most is uh, Chappelle show. He was the co-writer on Chappelle show along yeah. with Dave Chappelle. Um, and then Neil Brennan, in my opinion, has one of the most brilliant. I don't even want to call it a stand up special, man. One of the most brilliant pieces of art. I've ever seen, which is um, uh, he called three mics, and and he does a stand up special, but the three mics each oh, represent yes. something different. And we might have talked about this on I remember, here before, and I, I watched it. But the, yeah, yeah, but and then one of the mics, he when he goes up to that mic, it's basically like a therapy session, right, where he's just like blabbing off about shit that happened. Then one of the mics is like just one line jokes, and then the other mic is like traditional stand up kind of like he takes you through and he's telling you a joke. But in it, man, Neil Brennan is someone who who fought these bouts of depression like hardcore, and he's been pretty public about it. Um, and it's interesting because you hear him in interviews and he's just like, I don't want to be sad, man. I take fucking everything. He's like, I've tried everything. I, and, he, and Neil Brennan's like, I've traveled the world with experimental treatments and everything to fight this. I just can't overcome it. And uh, he's been really big lately on fucking ayahuasca has been life changing really? for him. And I guess Will Smith was the one who put him onto it. So uh, the reason I found out about the, the, the Will Smith article was because Neil Brennan shared it and said, hey, people have always asked me and I never wanted to say anything uh, because, you know, but now that Will's gone public with it, then yep, yep, Will was the one who put me on to this and he told me about it and it changed my life kind of thing. And he's like, you know, read the article and he had the, the link to it. And that's why I read the article, man. But 
I, I remember him because Neil has his own podcast and he's been on like the Breakfast Club and stuff. And he has been talking about he does it all the time. And he's like, dude, they, to the so point they where do he it goes, here because I always hear like South America. They yeah, do it here. They fly people here. They'll they'll fly you here. There's a shaman, you know, you could hire depending on the city, and they'll come to your house. And you just they're like, yo, just have an empty room in your house, and you guys sit around, just be ready to go at it. And they give you these very specific instructions, and you got to do the research. Oh, like don't I guess eat you gotta, and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, there's right? certain things you're not allowed to eat. Uh, I think it's like red meat. You're not allowed to drink alcohol for X amount of days leading up to it. You got certain certain parts of your body have to be. I guess cleanse so that your body metabolizes it the the drug in a specific way, um, but yeah, he's always been so outspoken uh, about it. But I remembered hearing about his bouts with the depression, and then to hear him kind of his even his demeanor when he's talking on his podcast and all that's so different. And he talks about the ayahuasca thing a lot. And I was like, wow, man, that's interesting. And so he led me into the Will Smith article, man. And one of the dude, I found his. He talks about the the whole thing with him and Jada that we made fun of on here. Remember the whole uh, oh the the was it red table <laughs> the yeah the red table talk or the, yeah. the the entanglement. Uh, <laughs> and I thought it was cool that he brought it up. He's like, yo, I, I'm like red eyed. I'm thing. I'm upset. He goes like, yo, we this shit shit had been out. like we had gone through this like years. Yeah, before. he was tired of it. And he goes like that. And he goes through what he what happened that day. He goes like, I was tired. Like, and so the red eyes is me being like sleepy and all the shit. And he kind of goes into like the whole like. You know, but I always have to go on and be Will Smith. I fucking hate being Will Smith. Like, it, it was just just so nuts, man. And and just the, I think the rawness that he spoke about, even the marriage, where you go look at someone like Will Smith married to, to Jada Pinkett Smith, and you're just like, oh, what is that guy complaining about? And he had the same kind of, um, I think, thoughts and feelings and insecurities and whatever that we all go through. And you're just like, fucking Will Smith. We don't, none of us got a shot. It's just like, because <laughs> like, if that guy feels like that, then I'm fucked. You know what I mean? Like, did, you, did you read that story about when he did a, uh, it was like her birthday or something, and he had done this, uh, like, like this little screening of her life. Oh and, yes, and it traced yes. and it traced back the ancestry, the ancestry, and it traced back to when her like her ancestors were slaves, and then he found a descendant of the family that owned them as slaves, and he brought them in, and yeah, bro, and I was like, man, the 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 family thing would have been good. Why did you think that the bringing in the the slave owners was a good thing, bro? You know how I know I'm fucked up. <laughs> I I read it. I went, yeah. why is she mad? <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm telling you. I related to that shit more than I than I care to admit. I was like, "Yeah, why?" So, like, why would you want to? But yeah, why would you? Tell me why you would want to. If it's, if tables are turned, right, or it's someone doing it for you, why do you want to meet a descendant of the ones that owned your your family? I think for me. When I think of that, I I can separate the like these people didn't buy my. Oh no 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 no! I'm not saying I'm yeah. mad at them, the descendants. I'm just going, I'm, like, it sucks that it happened. We're not there anymore, but I'm good. Like not knowing that family, I'm fine with that. I don't know. I don't. I don't ever need to meet them. I'll be honest. You know why I thought it was cool? It's the fucking arrogance of like, look what I did. Like, how was I able to figure that shit out? Like, track that down. Like, this is why I thought oh, it was, you so know you what I'm saying? Him, the ego in him. Yeah, the fucking ego. Because, listen, I could justify the, listen, I know it's not a happy-go-lucky moment, but it is kind of, uh, it's a connection that you kind of both have. And whether it's an emotional moment, negative or positive, it's still, I don't know, something you do or don't want to go through. Whatever. But the ego in me went, was flexing, like, 
goddamn right I fucking tracked down who bought your great, 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 great. Like, it's the ego, bro. And dude, that's what's funny is like, it's not. It's like the great, great, maybe. Yeah. Great, it's not great that even far down it's that not line. not that far. Yeah. It's the ego in me, bro, that I went, what do you get somebody who can have anything? And I went, I'm just going to fucking like think of that. And in my mind, bro, that shit was cool. I'm going to find that former slave owner. Yep. Because what else could you possibly no. do? Go do the impossible or what's seemingly impossible for the average person. Like I just, I, and this is what I read it and I went, I don't even know why she mad. He need a lead jail. <laughs> <laughs> but he talks about how that's like a turning point in their marriage of like yeah. the, you know, he had to like look at himself and go like I'm f- the, the fucking arrogance and the whatever else. But like, and, and I even found it, dude, when he talked about the harem, which was a, uh, uh, I can't remember the women that he brings up, but he's like, it's just Jada, Holly Berry. There was one more. It wasn't even Jada. It was like Holly Berry. And um, there was a name that I really didn't recognize, but it was an it was it was he did the movie, um, what is it, Seven Degrees of Separation or something like that. It's like one of his early flicks. Okay. But the the the, the girl that's in there with him, I don't, uh, know, I don't I don't know I don't know her name. But he talks about that. But then he talks about kind of coming back down the earth, going like, yeah, this shit would be cool if you get the cool parts of them all the time. And then it real and then he clicked that like. No, I'm also gonna get the downside. To yeah, the, you're also yeah. gonna get the downside to all of them. You know, have a have a freaking harem, and and, and obviously the, the the more the more complicated. Um, but but yeah, like you said, you start to read that, and right away, like right, most men would go, "Oh my god, that would be amazing." Sounds like a great idea. Yeah. I used to live with Holly Berry and Jada Pinkett. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, and then you do the math, and you go. Mm, that shit sounds stressful. Yeah. <laughs> like, like two of anybody. It doesn't even have to be them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want two of my friends over here at the you, same yeah, time. Exactly. <laughs> but it was, uh, man, I think just the conversation about like, yeah, that whole thing I found interesting. Uh, and, and it did its job, man, because I want to read the book now. Like, I didn't know he was writing the memoir, even more so because it's Mark uh, uh, Manson. Manson that, that's, and I love his writing style because he has, a very, he, he has a very, like, conversational way of writing. Where that's you exactly. Feel like you're that's talking a great, to your boy. That's a great description. He is, it is very conversational, and that's why his books, like, you can fly through them. Mm-hmm. Well, quick reads, for sure. Um, and, yeah, and it sucked me in, man. Um, that was, that was just great article, man. Great uh, insight uh, to someone. Um, I like how he said he spent like the first 50 years of his life sort of like being a gatherer. Yeah. And then now he wants to spend the next kind of half of his life being a giver, kind of giving away all the things that he's given up. And then also, um, I think, you know, we, we talk about this uh, uh, on here all the time about like the you see someone who you feel like has it all. And for them to go in there and go like, I fucking hated my life, man. I'm, I'm Will, I hate Will Smith. Like I hate playing this like portraying this character what i'm curious to see is like if he mentions this in a memoir is the music you know how he doesn't curse and he doesn't think yeah. like if that's by design because he wants to or if that's by design because he wants he's to do the to will please, smith that sells trying to please somebody these people yeah because that's a big controversial thing for him where people would knock him or or, or he would like he wasn't a real rapper right that type of shit but then he would also remember his speech when he was accepting some award I can't remember if it was a Grammy or an MTV award where he's like I didn't have to curse and I have to thing and I got this and yada 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 to the point where Eminem used it as a, as a lyric in his song oh no I don't know if you're there's an Eminem lyric that goes like well Will Smith don't got a curse on his raps to sell records well I do so fuck him and fuck oh, you too yes, like, yes, yes. And, and it was on the heels of Will Smith doing like an acceptance speech I think it was a VMA or a thing saying okay. like I never had to curse I never had to like do this and I 
basically names all the shit that the rappers are doing at the time. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm still able to do this and make bangers and blah, blah, whatever. Like, um, but I wonder if like, because you were so outspoken, like, was that by choice or was this Will Smith the character again? Like, cause I, I thought it was cool where he was just like, bro, I've been fucking faking for, I've been fucking acting basically like this yeah, entire you time. Create this, this, this persona. Which did you see the, his, the, the Fresh Prince reunion? I did not, but that's the one that he calls out the like the, the, chick, the, the original the mom, Aunt right? Viv, yeah, 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 yeah. The original Aunt Viv, man. Uh, I I watched it, man, and I thought it I thought it was cool. I mean, obviously, I wasn't expecting him to not uh, be apologetic towards her, but I guess he comes out. That was the first does time he had get spoken. her fired. He does. Oh, he does. His okay. his his kind of um, and it's cool, man, because she talks. I guess they haven't spoken, and so this is supposed to be the you know, hey, this is thirty years later or whatever, and they're kind of hashing it out, and. She basically, I guess her marriage is falling apart. There's all this other shit that she's going through personally. And I guess she wasn't like uh, uh, nice enough to Will Smith kind of thing. And then he's like, of course, the young superstar, da 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 da. And I guess basically was kind of like, oh, it's her deal. Like, and then became one of those, like, yeah, I'll give rid of her. Like, I don't want her here. And he's Will Smith. So he's the fucking lead character of the show. He's a fresh prince. And so he got her fired at a time where she's like, yo, my life was at its lowest point. And I was going through shit. And no one said, like, yo, you okay? It was like, yo, Will doesn't like your fucking attitude right now, kind of thing. And, oh, and he was wow, a dick. Man. And he's like, yo, I wasn't. And that was really his attitude. first acting gig. Yeah. Dude, have you ever heard the story of how he got that, man? Didn't he go to like Quincy Jones party or something like that? On some crazy like whim, borrows money from a drug dealer to go there. Oh, okay, okay. It's so nuts. The whole story is wild, man. And and uh and he and he sits there that night and whatever when he goes through the thing it's like one of those improbable stories where they're just like you gotta do this and you're gonna tell him it's this and it's over and you're gonna act it out and they basically made him like do like he goes like yo, i've never acted i don't know what the fuck you talk about and they go like you, this is your fucking chance this is your one like you do it now or it's never coming again right and he basically had to act out like a scene in front of like quincy jones or whatever in his house in like the middle of a party it's so fucking nuts dude the, 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 the improbableness of the whole thing but yeah man i think it's it, it's i i could see how he's gotten to this space because the older i get i look back at scenarios and i and i go like yeah fuck i didn't handle that the way i should have or whatever but um to see him kind of look back on it now and go like yep i was a dick here i was a dick here i was a dick here but i knew i was being a dick at the time or you know i really didn't like this guy and he all did that. say that he was like you know sort of reflecting on the people that he had to step on to be because of what he wanted yeah and he was deliberately stepping on them because he goes like no nah, i wanted to be a big star enough and this is what it was gonna take and yeah. so yeah so yeah great article man I, I thought it was really good i thought it was interesting i'm gonna read the fucking book so it did its job because i know part of it was to promote the book so i'm like damn it i'm reading will smith's memoir when it comes out next month Dude, i was going through all of the pictures in, in gq they ain't nothing that i can afford <laughs> oh, oh, the, oh, yeah, yeah. GQ gives you the, the the piece and then how much it costs, right? Yep. Yeah, those motherfuckers. They give you a, a, a MSRP too. They don't, they don't give you them Ross prices. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta wait for it to come to Ross. <laughs> TJ Maxx line here, bro. But yeah, man, you know what? The one I, I remember exactly what you're talking about. There was one in there that fucking flabbergasted me. It was a uh, Ralph Lauren. I didn't even know people wore Ralph Lauren like that anymore, but it was like $2,700, I think, pants or something. I was like, fuck you, bro. Who, who was Ralph Lauren to charge me $2,700 for a pair of pants? I was like, yeah, no, 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 thanks. Card pass, bro. I'm good. I was like, Ralph Lauren. I just couldn't get past that shit, man. He's, yeah, wild, man. Dude, uh, before we leave, you want to get into this fucking uh, guy who, uh, uh, the search party, man? Oh, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> Tell the story. <laughs> All right, man. So there's this. Uh, I'm gonna get the country wrong. Is it Germany? No, uh, Turkey. Turkey. This is. Uh, there's a search party in Turkey going on for a missing man. Uh, there was like hundreds of people gather, and yeah. they're like literally looking for this guy. His family had reported him missing. He was drinking at a pub, 
and never came home. And, you know, this entire search party is looking for him. Turns out the, there was a guy in the search party searching for the guy who was the guy. So he was looking for himself. <laughs> it was like he came out after the long night of drinking, came out, just seen all these people searching for somebody and figured this is like an important call. Yeah, let me help. <laughs> let me help. And then they start calling his name. And it's like, let's say, and, and I, I, I'm going to butcher the name, so we're going to call this guy Alex. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like. That's Turkish. He's like, Alex, you know, and then, and then the dude turns to the person next to him and is like, and Alex who? And they give him like the whole, the full name. He's like, oh, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously the search, the search party was, uh, was, was called off. I got another one for you real quick, man. This guy here in Florida, and this is why Charlotte may be making fun of people in Florida. <laughs> this dude stole a car and then went back in a few days later to the dealership he sold it from to trade it in. Get the fuck. <laughs> I guess he didn't think he was going to run the VIN number. So they run the VIN, obviously, and they, and they realize quickly that it's the it one that was stolen. It was their own car? It was their car. So he stole it. They got him on camera and everything, stealing the car. Yeah. You think it hurts to be that dumb, like physically? I just wonder. Did your like, head hurt you, all the time? Like, why would you go? If you're going to just go somewhere else, anywhere else. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out the whole concept of VIN numbers lost on people. Is that not common knowledge? I guess if you smoke enough meth. You forget about Is that shit. Well, yeah, that, that, what part that, of Florida? We, we talking Polk County? What are we talking about here? Lake City. What's oh, that? Definitely meth head, bro. You, you, you spot on, bro. <laughs> Where is Lake City? Uh, fuck. We're going to find out right now, man. We should know this because, you know, we're in Florida and all, but. There's a lot of places in Florida that I, I would not go. No, bro. There's not. Actually, anything named Lake, anything named anything city in Florida is guaranteed to not be a city. So I don't go to those, bro. Columbia County. I don't even know there was a Columbia County in Florida, bro. So it's in Columbia County, Florida. And let me see. I'm going to tell you what the closest meaningful thing is. Oh, goddamn, bro. This shit is not. It's like near Georgia, bro, going up there. Yep. It's just west or not just west. It's west of Jacksonville in the middle of the state. It's between Jacksonville and Tallahassee. Oh, yeah. That shit make all the sense, bro. Uh, yeah, I see it. You see it? Yeah. Columbia, I didn't even know it was a Columbia County. And there's a lot of, you know how the map always has the green where the, um, it's a national park? Yep. It's this a, whole it's a big one. Yeah. fucking thing is a national Alligator park. Alligator Lake Park. So he's definitely a meth head, bro. So that shit makes sense. There's not that many roads. Bro, there's one. Wait, let me see. <laughs> no, no, they got a few. <laughs> <laughs> it's one in and one out. <laughs> shit look like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's got like one. <laughs> oh, man, Florida. Florida's going Florida, bro. We <laughs> <laughs> some watching. All right, man. On the on the heels of the loss of the Yankees, uh, tell them where they can find us. All right, man. Uh, you guys, if you're not following us yet, follow us on uh, Instagram, Facebook at the Carbon Footprint Podcast, uh, TikTok Carbon Footprint Podcast. Uh, if you are not subscribed to us yet, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, on Stitcher, on Spotify, on. Tune in, uh, Amazon Music. I did see that Facebook now allows you to embed podcasts on the actual page so you can listen through Facebook. Um, so we will get that sorted here oh, wow. um, in the next week so that uh, if, if you want to listen to Facebook, you can get it on there too. So, um, yeah, yeah, if you're not following us on any of those, uh, yeah, do so. 
I did not hear about that. Um, but in my closing today, I'm going to close with, uh, I wrote the eulogy for my father this past weekend. Um, and I actually want to read like the last, my last paragraph, man, because I think that this hit um, some people. Some people came up to me afterwards and was like, man, like I need, needed to hear that. So hopefully, you know, if somebody else out there needs to hear this, listen up. Um, I had a final thought that I wanted to share with all of you. The lessons of the dead remind us to respect and cherish time. Death reminds us that our time here is finite. We can look at the time that he lived and know what's also possible for us. 92 years is a long time, but it goes by fast. What are we going to do with the time we have left? May this day motivate each and every one of us to go do that thing we've been putting off. If you don't, you'll never know the magic you can create or the impact you can have. And I'm going to throw in or the carbon footprint you can have. That's right. Let us all commit today to make the rest of our lives the best of our lives. No regrets, people. Let's get it. Get it. And we'll see you next week. See you next week. Peace. Peace.